Hey y'all, Lindsay here. Before this episode starts, I wanted to pop on real quick and let you know that this is one of the special episodes in our podcast mini-series called The Thoughts That Keep You Small. Now, you can listen to the episodes in any order, but I definitely encourage you to listen to all six of them. And as a special gift, my team and I came up with a free worksheet to take this information to the next level in your life. You know, I really encourage you to share the worksheet with your athletes or your significant other or or your peers, but also just use it to further your own mindset work. So snag your free copy of the Thoughts That Keep You Small worksheet. The link is in the episode notes. Let's get going. Hi, all and welcome to the Inner Game Podcast. My name is Lindsay Wilson, and today I'm going to start a little mini series on the thoughts that keep us small. And what I want to talk about is that little voice in our brain that keeps us from getting to the next level, that limiting belief. I'm going to call them the haters, and there's six of them, and I'm going to talk about one each episode for the next few days. Okay, so, oh man. All right, what thoughts are keeping you from playing bigger? In my work with tough, driven people in athletics or outside athletics, it's not usually the obvious thoughts. Right? It's not that you don't believe in yourself enough or you're not tough enough or it's too much work and you're lazy or you just don't want to go for it. And it's not usually that you just don't want it that bad. That would be too easy. If those were your thoughts, then you'd be able to call yourself out. You'd be able to coach yourself through this. Oh, no, no, no. Our brain is much trickier than that. Usually the thoughts that keep us stagnant fall into these six categories. And again, I'm going to talk about them over the next few days, but it's more nuanced. Like our brain is so much smarter than just telling us we aren't good enough because then we could argue. So this is what happens. We dream or fantasize about our unrealized potential. We sit maybe and think about it. We journal about it. Maybe you have some set goals in your mind. Maybe you even go as far as visualization, but then we start thinking and we let those little thoughts, those little haters, as I call them, sort of creep in And their goal is to keep us safe, to keep us comfortable, to keep us risk-free. And they're good. These thoughts are good. They sound so believable. Don't fall for it. Because usually they are so convincing that you might already like be nodding to yourself like, yep, yep, life's tough. No time to dream over here. Be reasonable. Later, later, you can do that big goal later. Your time will come. Be patient. Don't want too much in life. And it all sounds reasonable. It sounds like something that a really good, nice person might say. (laughs) But don't fall for it. Get those thoughts out into the light of day. Really examine them. And recognize that we all have them. I have them. You have them. Every human on the planet has them. The tough people yell at them <laughs> or at least challenge these haters. They challenge their these inner thoughts. They bring them out and they say, no, you're wrong. That's not how we're going to do it. We're going to be bold. We're going to be tough. We're going to go for it. Not just letting these, these little thoughts kind of whisper in the corner. I was, you know, think of like, they're almost like the office gossip, right? They're like in the background. They're not really saying anything out loud that's too egregious. They're just like by the water cooler, like making everybody feel bad about themselves. You're in charge of your thoughts. So the first step is awareness. We have to know we're doing it. So I'm going to give you some examples 
of how you might be doing it, okay? So these are not mutually exclusive. Hater number one, okay? Remember, these are not mutually exclusive, so you don't have to choose. Haters love company. It's like the office gossip. They always want to get the people together that all want to be negative together. So these are not mutually exclusive, but I'm going to talk about one today, and it's the martyr, okay? So again, you want to get to the next level. This is what the martyr sounds like. I can't do, I can't start my own business. I can't read the, you know, write the book. I can't change jobs. I need to prioritize other people because I'm a good person, a good mom, a good dad, a good daughter, or a good brother. Okay? So this person makes other people the priority, and they love sounding like a great person. And they cling to that, but they cling to that to avoid pain. But here's what can happen. The martyr then goes on to have no boundaries, no sense of their own fulfillment, and they slowly become resentful. You know people like this. Maybe you're headed down that path. Not too late, guys. And even if you're there, still not too late. What's not said is that the martyr, their reason for not doing whatever it is they want to do is it's not about helping other people. It's about avoiding the pain of failure, cloaked nicely, elegantly, beautifully in sacrifice so that it sounds better. And I'm going to leave you with this thought that someone once told me. As far as this was far, as far as being an entrepreneur, but it's applicable to everything. Do not let your children be your excuse. Ouch. Point taken, for me at least. So whatever your excuse is, wherever you are being the martyr, and if you're not, but you know somebody that is, hey, share this podcast with them, or at least let this podcast be an example for you of maybe what they are doing, what's going on in the background of their mind and their thoughts. All right, as usual, we're going to do the braver. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the next hater, and I hope you'll stay for that. All right, guys, have a beautiful day, and I will see you again tomorrow. Bye for now. So now we're going to go through our mindset work. We call this the braver here at Positive Performance. And essentially it is breathing, release, affirmations, visualization, and a reset word. So I will walk you through this. What I want you to do if, if it's available to you is to close your eyes. I want you to exhale and then I want you to breathe in two, three, four, five, six. Be present in this moment and breathe out. And I want you to release everything you need to release in this moment on that exhale and breathing in two, three, four, five, six, be present and release on that exhale. Nice and slow. Good. Breathing in two, three, four, five, six, be present and exhale two, three, four, five, six. Good. Breathing in two, three, four, five, six, be present and exhaling. And again, releasing whatever you need to release in this moment on that exhale. And last deep breath, breathing in, two, three, four, five, six, be present and breathing out nice and slow on that last exhale. Keeping your eyes closed if that's available for you. If you're familiar with affirmations, you can say yours now, or you can just go to your future self. Imagine yourself, your life, your everything, as if 
It is exactly how you want it to be. Seeing what you would hear, see, hearing what you would hear, feeling what you would feel, feeling the emotions associated with living your fullest potential. Go there now, really experience it as if it's happening right now. Then I want you to tell yourself how powerful you are. Give yourself credit for being here, for working on your very powerful mind, reflecting on all that you've learned in the last few minutes even, and going about your day with that renewed sense of confidence and power and strength that exists in you at every single moment, knowing you can even go back to that breath to connect with that power. All right, you can open your eyes if they were closed. Tell yourself some other positive things. Take a final deep breath. And I want you to go out and I want you to have an amazing day. 